Hello and welcome to Health to Wealth, a series brought to you by Accor. I'm Annie Hood. You've heard all about the latest ideas and developments in well-being in this series from thought leaders, economists, scientists and CEOs. What you might not know is that behind the scenes, Accor has been working to champion people who are coming up with solutions to increase access to well-being. I'm talking about democratising the wellness gateway. Recently, Health to Wealth took part in VivaTech. VivaTech's the biggest startup and tech event in Europe. Six startups pitched to our jury under the theme, how to help people take action for their well-being. And when you're looking for the next solution to issues around access, what you need is real innovation. And that's why you're about to hear from Damien Perrault, who's the Global Senior Vice President in Design and Innovation at Accor. You're also going to hear from the winner of our startup competition, Jan Lefloc. Damien and Jan, welcome. Damien, I'm coming to you first. Tell me about the beating heart of innovation at Accor. At Accor, innovation is really in the DNA. I mean, everything starts from innovation at the beginning when Novotel has been creating in the 70s, for example. It's really a new way of doing hospitality. And innovation never stops. We invent, uh, for example, uh, Hotel F1, which was uh, for the first time giving an access uh, to people who was not able to afford uh, an hotel before. And a lot of, of innovation has been created. So that's why at Accor, it's the ambition of every single employee of Accor. It's always going a step forward and imagine how we can better provide experience to our guests or enhance the quality of life for our employees and also the performance of our business model. So uh, it's an asset. And for people who've never been, tell us about VivaTech. What's it all about? It's a very big event in Paris, uh, but it's an o- European uh, event. And um, there is big players who came and startup who came to showcase their innovation. So it, um, it's really uh, an incredible moment for innovation. Imagine uh, you go in a place, a huge places, and there is lots of uh, companies with stands. And through this stand, this physical object, they want to highlight how much innovative they are. And there is thousands of people walking around. There is also inspirational speakers. There is also startup contest. It's all about connecting people. So if I take the example of uh, last year at uh, VivaTech, we did a startup contest and uh, it was about uh, sustainable uh, development. And uh, we've met a fantastic startup called Orbisk and they, they develop a solution to analyze the waste, the food waste in restaurants in order to better understand what are the waste and how can we improve in order to reduce significantly, significantly the, the, the waste. And so they won, they won the contest. And now we are working with them to test this solution in 10 hotels in Europe. So not only in France, but uh, in, uh, in Germany, Italy, etc., in different countries. And, uh, and at the end of that test, which is going to be at the end of the, of the year, we, we're going to decide together how we can scale it and how much it really impacts and reduce the food waste in our hotels. Wonderful. 
As I mentioned earlier, the Health to Wealth event at VivaTech set the challenge how to take action for your well-being. Damien, how important is well-being when it comes to the kind of innovation you want to pursue? You know, uh, well-being for me is not a subject on its own. Well-being needs to be integrated everywhere on every uh, innovation that we are looking after. That's something very, uh, very interesting. You know, for example, if you talk about food waste, uh, which was the, the subject just, just before, and I have another project, innovative project on food waste, you could say, okay, food waste is not well-being, but it is. In fact, you know, when you go in restaurant and there is too much food on the table and you know that lots of food's going to be uh, put in the rubbish, it is not acceptable. And I feel not very comfortable about that. So it really affects my well-being because I know that uh, in order to produce the food, we need to consume a lot of energy, a lot of water. So it is not a bad conscience. So it's well-being, it's everywhere. And what we really would like at Accor, when we talk about um, sustainable development, uh, we talk about uh, uh, biodiversity, we talk about people, And that's very key. People is really a place at the heart of everything for our guests, but for our employees also. What we really want, if we want to be performant, because I come back to business, if our employees are happy, they have a big smile on their face, and I mean, they will be much more performant and the guests will be much, much more welcome. So that's the well-being of our employees, the well-being of our guests. It is our key objective today and going to be our key objective tomorrow. I'm just going to jump in here because Damien makes a couple of excellent points, which really chime with a couple of previous episodes in the Health to Wealth series. Damien's point about the relationship between well-being and our approach to food waste is summed up beautifully by Sasha Celestial Wan, who co-founded the food waste sharing app, Olio. Let's hear about the research Sasha carried out, which really forms the basis of her business model. We did quite a bit of market research, which we backed up with YouGov polls, etc. And, you know, more than a third of people will say that they feel physically pained when they throw away food that is edible or was very recently edible, our personal well-being is being impacted by us letting something of value go to waste. That goes against every survival instinct in our body. And that just doesn't feel good. It feels very unsettling. And conversely, giving something of value to another human, we are hardwired to get an energy and an actual chemical boost from because that's how we keep our species alive. So I think it's only in the last, you know, 40 or 50 years that we've lost what is really something that's as old as humankind, which is is sharing. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make it simple, easy and fun to do something that we've always been doing and we've just forgotten how to do. It's so great to hear that Sasha's backing up her approach to food waste with solid research into what you can do to increase your well-being. And as you'll hear for Damien, the issue of food waste is something that Accor is thinking about in more ways than one. We've just launched a new startup. It's an entrepreneurship that has been developed that. And it's really about intelligence artificielle or how I could predict how many people I'm going to have in my restaurant for lunch in 15 days and what they're going to eat. And that's predictive technology. Give me the information at 95%. And this technology will help me to 
better manage the needs in terms of products. So I'm going to reduce drastically the food waste, but I'm going to be able better to answer to the needs of my employee because if I know that my restaurant is going to be half empty in 15 days, my employee could decide to take that day off, for example, and uh, and 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 stay quiet or being relaxed, etc., etc. So that's that's a, an important uh, example. Another one, which for me it's a a project I really love, and uh, I, I'm sure you've heard about that project. It's a startup called Glowy. Glowy debuted in uh, Paris. That's going to be a big hit, and it's not about tech. It's about uh, biotechnology. And for me, uh, in terms of innovation, it's something very strong. It is much more difficult to scale, but it's very strong. So what about Glowy? Glowy, it's a bioluminescence technology that uses bacteria so that we have in the water. Huh? You know that uh, the, 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 you know lots of animals that uh, produce their own light. So those bacteria, that's what they do. And like that, we can really replace the artif artificial lighting in the city, in the hotel, with that new technology. I think it's the use of energy is uh, around 90% less than, uh, than um, the lighting we are using today. So it's really, really uh, massive in terms of uh, energy saving. And you know how much light is important for the well-being of people, how much energy is important for our well-being as well. And so that technology for me is very impressive. It's still early stage because in order to make it work, there is a lot of work to do and to develop, but Glowy are super successful. And I'm very sure that in the coming years, we're going to see the lighting of the city coming from that uh, life lighting, uh, I, I, I must say. It's, it's really, uh, it's, it's, it's really uh, impressive in terms of, uh, of innovation. Thank you, Damien. What a great example. The future of technology when it comes to well-being has, and you've just underlined it so beautifully too, has been a very popular theme amongst the Health to Wealth audience. And it takes me back to a previous podcast episode from Manuel Muniz, who talks about the science of anticipation. And he's talking about technology. He's talking about, you know, the future of quantum and how we, rather than looking at history and the patterns of, of progress in the past, rather taking a much more predictive view and stepping into the future for what can actually be achieved. Tell me, what do you, what do you think of the pictures you saw for Health to Wealth at VivaTech? They were so brilliant. I mean, they were not talking with their mouths, they were talking with their heart, they were talking with their stomach, they were not sharing a project, uh, they were sharing their life. And that leads nicely onto the winner of our Health to Wealth startup event. Jan Lefloc from Stairwage was a very worthy winner. Stairwage is a fintech startup that's all about employees accessing their salary before the end of each month so they avoid tipping into debt. Jan, congratulations. Tell us, what was your overall vision for this venture? Thank you, Annie, for having me. Just to explain, because I, I'm an old entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur for now, I mean, almost 12 years, which is quite a long time now. And my first venture was in the secondhand luxury goods and more oriented in sustainable uh, consumption, which is a very important subject as well. 
And after uh, focusing on the market, marketplace and products, for my next venture, what I really wanted to launch, it's a new service dedicated to the human side and services. And this is after discussing with quite a lot of HRD and reading a lot of reports that I discovered that employees didn't have a lot of solution to face proactively the financial unexpected events in their lives. And that's why, I mean, we, we, we focused on, on this solution. Usually, you know, um, the salary is paid at the end of each month, while in return, the employee starts his work at the beginning of the same month. And objectively, this is not fair. And the change here can be beneficial because for many employees, the 15th of the month is already the end of the month. And why? This is because in the real life, you can face very often unexpected events. And when your employees face financial issues, the only solution is to go back overdraft and to pay the ages. In France, for instance, it's 7 billion euros that are paid to the bank. And uh, the second solution is to ask, to ask money to friends and family or to ask for the third solution, a down payment to your employer, which is quite embarrassing for them. So results, as they are financially stressed, they are not focused anymore on their missions. There is a drop of motivation and an increase of absenteeism and a lot of work accidents. So we have launched Stairwage with one clear and defined mission that is to improve the financial well-being of the employees and to help them to absorb financial shocks by providing them real-time access to earned wages. And Stairwage is from the beginning, the social progress and a positive that should have a positive impact on our society. That's Stairwage. And what are the results so far, Jan? I can see two things, but quite a lot of benefits for the employees and quite a lot of benefits for the employers. But Annie, let's start with some figures that are very important. And let's take the French example as well. 65% of the French people are financially stressed. And it's exactly what I, what I was explaining. I mean, during the Vivatech and Health to Wealth uh, Act Challenge. 61% of the French people are at least once a year above the authorized bank overdrafts. And the results, it's 7 billion euros, as I said before, that are paid to the banks every year. I have nothing against the banks, but I would really prefer that these billions of euros are rejected uh, on the economic system. So by giving a real-time um, salary access, we have at least three main benefits for the employees. The first one is that we provide autonomy. Autonomy is something very important for employees. They can track on a daily basis the salary available and take a part of it directly on the app. So they don't need anymore, I mean, to ask uh, to their employer, to ask to the HRE or to ask to their manager, uh, can I have a done payment? No, they can manage, I mean, their salary the way they want, uh, they want it to be. Second one, second uh, benefit for the, for the employee, it's the flexibility and serenity. That's something very important because employees can access their own salary instantly. That means that in two taps and in less than five seconds, the amount requested is directly on their bank account. So no stress, no stress anymore. And we're going to reduce the 65% of French people that are financially stressed. We're going to 
minimize this uh, and reduce these numbers. Third one that is very important, and Damien, you were talking about it just before, it's to be happy at your job. That's something very important. And as you increase the stress, you're less stressed at your work because you're financially distressed. That means that you are more motivated and then you're happier at your work. And that's something very important. The benefit for, for the employer, that's something very important. And Starwage, it's perfectly aligned with the strategy of improving work-life quality, resulting in lower absenteeism and turnover rates, of course, are decreasing as well. And while increasing employees' level of motivation. And moreover, it improves, of course, the brand awareness of the employer and it allows the employer to attract and retain employees. As you've been hearing, VivaTech and Accor are all about innovation. We're able to bring you this episode because of our sponsor partner, Technogym. Technogym consider that their growth in the health and wellness industry has come from their boundless ability to innovate. They started out providing equipment in gyms. They've now innovated via digital mediums to be able to bring to their users a full fitness service from equipment to on-demand workout videos and so much more. Their uniquely connected ecosystem then allows their community to create a personalized experience tailored to their own needs, their passions and their aspirations. Increasing physical literacy, optimizing health and recovery and making life quality difference to both corporations and individuals is a societal responsibility that Technogym fully embodies. And what sort of take-up are you getting right now? Would you say that companies are recognizing the value of what you're providing? Yes, because today we have more and more companies, I mean, uh, adopting our solution. And that's something that is very important for, um, for the employee. And you know what? One quick example. The employee of one of our uh, clients called us re- recently to thank us because he could pay his phone invoice. Without Starwage, his line would have been suspended and he would have paid around 20 euros of banking rejects costs. But with still the Starwage app, he could act and avoid some financial issues. So that's something very concrete and that's something very important because this employee, for instance, if the line was suspended, and then he was paying some bank overdraft fees again, et cetera, et cetera. He would have been stressed. And because of that, he was just thankful to the company and to, and to Starwage as well, because I mean, he, he could face proactively a problem. And we're not talking a bit about, about a big problem. We're talking about 23 euros, but with this 23 euros, it would, it could have been, I mean, a big, big problem for him. So. And- very briefly, if I may, Jan, what is the cost to employers? Well, it's around, just to give you, to give you, it's around a coffee, a coffee per employee, 10 per month. That's around that. Yeah. Damien, let's come back to you. From a business perspective, what did you make of Jan's pitch? From a business perspective, you know, uh, we, we are trying hard to find solutions in order to be, to be attractive for employers. So uh, that's a major topic. And we never thought about that idea. 
when the Jan starts talking about this solution, I was like, but for sure, he's right. I mean, we all have that in common. It talks to everybody. And that's very important. And you know, when you have somebody saying, well, you are stressed, uh, you don't feel good, so I advise you to do kind of yoga. I have a good solution for you, but how can you do yoga when you are thinking about, how oh, I won't be able to pay my taxes. I won't be able to pay the food for my kids. I won't be able uh, to pay my apartment, etc. I'm a big trouble. So when you do yoga, you need to be, to be free of mind. And that's... When, when I had that speech and I was like, oh, we could really offer to employees finally one of the main services they are looking for. And on top of that, what is very good is that he brings the, the technology that could make it possible. Because, you know, in order to democratize that, that way of supporting the, the financial issue of our employees, all the companies are trying to do that. All the employers are trying to find solutions. And when the, an employee is asking for an advance, etc., we do it most of the time. But it needs to be completely transparent. We need to kill that uh, transactional demand, uh, etc., and to make it uh, completely uh, light for the employer. To manage the, this demand could be huge. So the technology helps the employers to make it possible. And finally, we really bring what's the most important element for employees. And you know, I'm convinced that some employees could choose working for Accor because Accor provides that type of solution instead of working for another company. So I think it's a really competitive advantage that we can bring to the table. It could also really demonstrate that when we are saying we are really trying to enhance the quality of life of our employees, it is really a strong objective we are all working on. And bringing that to all our employees could really make a, a good proof on our ambition globally. Damien makes such an important point there about democratizing access to workplace benefits. And it's just that kind of democratization of wellness that's been a thread that runs throughout the entire Health to Wealth series. Emlyn Brown is Accor's Global Vice President for Wellbeing, and he commissioned Health to Wealth. Let's hear Emlyn's thoughts on how important wellness is going to be when it comes to attracting new talent in the future. I think that you know, for a younger generation coming through, the idea of well-being and the support they wish to receive and what should receive from their employer and their workplace has become a vital conversation. Now, not just in terms of access to fitness or you know access to great food and beverage and so on these are all pretty standard things i think any successful company has a very clear well-being strategy for their guests and also for their colleagues you will not attract talent you will not retain talent if you're not putting their well-being at the forefront of every decision you make the most important message for me was the idea of democratizing wellness conversation and moving it away from a sort of 1% or 5%, I have to be on a yoga retreat costing $25,000 in order to be well. That's not the case. The case is about going for the walk, doing 10,000 steps, talking about food waste and how I can impact my society, and then having conversations, open conversations about data, readily accessible to everybody. Emlyn's passion for democratising wellness is captured exactly by what Jan is doing with Stairwage. Because it's all about 
access. And as Damien puts it, steroid isn't just for low salary workers, it's for the entire spectrum of earners because it supports people at a time when they might be under pressure financially, wherever they are in the earners spectrum. Whoever you are at whatever level, it enables you to dial up your well-being through a sense of empowered control via a democratised money management method. And as Jan has already said, the three most important things that they bring are autonomy, flexibility and the reduction of stress. And as you'll hear, for Jan, financial well-being is just as important an issue for employers to think about as physiological well-being. You can't do yoga or you can't do, I mean, a lot of things like that. I mean, that are kind of important if you're stressed, I mean, financially. So, I mean, I think that's kind of priority for, um, for the companies, I mean, to help employees to, uh, as I said before, to face proactively, I mean, the financial issues. That's something very important. And that's a kind of movement that we are uh, setting up. We are quite proud currently that more and more companies are joining our movement. The financial well-being, it's the most important. And when you see the inflation that is increasing a lot, and as we are just at the beginning of this, of this program, that the purchasing power is, uh, is going down. So I think financial well-being, it's a priority and we are among this priority. Damien, you wanted to make a point. I would like to, to add on top of what has been said by Jan that uh, what Jan brings to the table today is it should have been created many years ago. It goes without saying, I mean, what he's, he's doing, Finali. That's where you know that um, it's a good innovation project because this project should have been done years ago. And it's a first brick of all the flexibility that we need to bring to our employees. Jan will not solve everything because you know the inflation is going to be is going to be big for 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 the people yan will support with this solution but it's not the only solution people want to be very flexible if i talk about uh, the hospitality industry there is people who really would like to work in hotels but they say me i would like to work in your hotel i would love that but i would be very happy to work on monday and tuesday but on wednesday and thursday i would love to do another things because I'm a fan of music or whatever, and then I would uh, love to work uh, Sunday because Sunday I'm free and, uh, and it's perfect for me. And today, we are not able to bring that solution of flexibility. So there is a lot of things that we need to create in order really to be in line with the way we'd like to work tomorrow, we'd like to live, and we need to, to, make, it, to make it happen. So Jan is bringing a first brick, and then there is lots of innovation that we need to bring to the table in order to answer the way people want to live tomorrow. Thank you, Damien. Finally, Jan, please tell us, what did it mean to you to win the ACOR Health to Wealth Challenge at VivaTech? First, all the Stairwage team was really, really proud to, uh, to be the winner of the ACOR Health to Wealth Challenge 2022 VivaTech. And it's kind of public acknowledgement. But much more than that, than that, we are delighted to notice that there is a real collective awareness as more and more corporates like Aqua, one of the biggest group in, 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 in France, are now concerned by the financial well-being and the mental health of their employees. And that's something that is even more important to be the winner. That's 
the collective awareness. That's very important for us. And that's uh, why more and more big companies are joining this movement. And that's because more and more companies will join, I mean, their wage solution that quite a lot of other companies will join it because it's always the same. You have the leaders that are adopting, I mean, some solution and you have the follower because after the follower is always, but of course, of course, I mean, we, we must do that, but never forget that you have the leader that takes the solution and you have the follower behind. We have some big players that are taking the solution that the movement, I mean, will, uh, will increase and will, uh, will take up. Thank you. And what this is all about, of course, is raising the democratic profile of financial well-being. And we thank you for that. Yana Flock, Damien Perrault, it's been an absolute joy and a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Annie. Thank you very much, Annie. And thank you for listening to this bonus episode of Health to Wealth. Please rate, review and follow because Health to Wealth will be back. Please do get in touch with us with your comments and reviews about the Health to Wealth series. What's been your favourite episode? You can get in touch with us at the Health to Wealth website, healthtowealthbyacor.com. Oh.